0: in the home and he listed all the various functions uh that mothers uh perform and some of you ladies uh you 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 say that's that's my job uh she's a chauffeur a gardener family counselor maintenance worker cleaning woman housekeeper cook errand runner bookkeeper interior decorator caterer dietitian secretary hostess that sounds like some of y'all's jobs yeah. So using this list, uh, this lawyer put a monetary value on each of those services. And he came up that mothers should make $985 a week. $51,221 uh, for what you do. So uh, you need to go see your husband after church. Let him know you need a raise. Mothers are so special. We 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 love our mothers, and you know what? You never stop loving your mother, even when she's gone. My mother's been in heaven uh, for a number of years, but you know what? I can still learn all, remember all the lessons she taught me. I remember the love. I, I remember all the uh, the good things. I'm trying to let go all the spankings I got. I'm trying to let it go. You know. <laughs> Oh, I got some good spankings. Yes, about once a day. Twice on a good day. Uh, But you know what? The the love never leaves your heart. The the fondest, the memories. And no doubt uh, you would testify uh, today that part of who I am uh, as a father, as a husband, as a person, as a man is greatly due to my mother uh the teaching and the training and the unconditional love uh and so i wouldn't just want to look at a a scripture not necessarily a uh normal mother's day scripture but i I want you to see something uh in here that that i see and uh just want you to be blessed so we're at matthew chapter number 20 and we're gonna start reading in verse number 20 uh down through 24 And it simply says, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons. And kneeling down, asked of him a favor. What is it you want, he asked. She said, Grant me that one of my two sons, one of these two sons of mine, may sit at your right hand and the other on your left hand. In your kingdom Everybody say in your kingdom Jesus simply said You you don't know what you're asking Jesus said to them Can you drink the cup That I'm going to drink We can they answered They, they didn't even know the, what cup he was going to drink But they thought they could And Jesus answered to them You will indeed Drink from my cup But to sit at my right or my left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those of whom they've been prepared of my Father. When the ten, the other ten disciples, you know, there's twelve, here mama comes and said, hey, can can my two boys sit at your right and your left? It said when the other ten heard it, they were indignant. They were mad. Jealous. They were upset. With the two brothers. What I see in, in this story, and there's, there's so much there, but I just want to point out a couple of things, uh, not even necessarily a, 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 about what they ask, but I just want to pick out some things about this woman. I can tell you, even though she didn't quite get it right, and uh, there's a lot of mothers that do things to get their kids things and in positions that sometimes, you know, whether they're trying to get them in college or whatever, sometimes they don't get it quite right. Uh, but they do it out of a, out of love. This mother, even though it wasn't, wasn't quite right what she was asking, she 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 had one thing in right, and that was she was a good mom. She wanted good for her children, and so here she comes, and she comes, and she kneels at Jesus' feet, and she's very humble. She was sincere in her request. And uh, we, we, we just see a little bit, who are these two guys? The sons of Zebedee, James and John. They're two of the first three that Jesus chose. And uh, from Mark fifteen forty, we know that their mom, her name is Salome. And uh, here Salome comes and she kneels down and she says, Hey, Jesus, can I ask you a favor? Now let me ask you a question. Has any of you mothers ever asked somebody a favor? A teacher, a coach, a pastor. Pastor, does anybody ever come to you and say, "Pastor, could you do me a favor? I got these two kids," and we're like, "Oh yeah, we know those two kids. Yes, yes, we know them very well. Jesus, he knew them. He knew all about them. But this mother, amen." was a good mother and she had a good heart and she loved her boys and she said, Lord, can I ask you a favor? I see in there the, 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 one of the fir- first attributes of a good mother is that she believed that her kids were the best. They deserved, my kids deserve to be right Next to Jesus. They deserve a place of honor. They deserve. Now, them other boys, they're all right. But my little John, my little James, they're just the best. You see, that's a mother's heart. Amen. And you know what? That's good. Your children need that kind of love and support. They need that kind of cheerleader, amen, on their side. They need somebody to make them feel and believe that they are the best and that they can accomplish anything. That's a good mother. A good mother is one that pushes their children to greatness, amen, that pushes them to a place, amen, to where they can accomplish great things. I'm telling you. There's not one Olympic athlete. There is not one successful person out there that there wasn't a mother who was relentless, who was faithful to take them to practice, get up early, go get them late, amen, do all the things. Listen, they didn't just all of a sudden become a star. Somebody had to pay a price. Those so mothers stand behind their children and push them to greatness and many, many times and it's just a small percentage but isn't it a shame that when uh, uh, somebody does go a little crazy, it gives everybody a bad name I'm telling you, there's a lot of good mothers. They don't do things wrong. They don't, they don't bypass, you know, the, the right way to do things. But there's a few that uh, will go out of their way to try to get a little extra favor. And they do things that maybe uh, is not quite right. But even though many of them have paid the price. But you know what? It was still done out of a place of love. They thought that child deserved maybe better than they really did. I mean, every mother thinks their child is the cutest. I mean, my mother always thought I was the cutest of the three. <laughs> Especially my brother, if you're watching today. Mama thought we were the best, but you know what? She loved us all. She, she loved us all and she treated us all... The same, and you know, I, you know, she practiced on the other two. She just had it down better. The time she got to me, <laughs> but you know what? I can guarantee you one thing: Salome was going to take up for her boys when other kids were bullying them. I bet she was there to protect them. She was there to take care of them. She was there to teach them. She was there to encourage them. She was there to train them up. And you know what? It, it, they had to have something. In them that Jesus saw that he chose them to be disciples. What are you putting in your children's lives? What are you instilling in them? What are you training them? What do they see you doing? What do they hear you saying that at some point Jesus is going to go, Wow, there's two good boys right there. I picked them to follow me, to be my disciples. Listen, Salome thought her boys were the best. Now, were they perfect? No, Of course not. But you know what, Jesus? I like Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. I'm not always like Jesus. I don't always have the right answer. Like Jesus did. I mean, if it had been me, it would have been more something like that. Woman, don't, don't, don't you know, I've got the other guys that are way better than your kids. They play better. They witness better. They do better. Now, is, is, that a, is, is that a way to to get to a proud mama's heart? Oh, if you want to make a mama mad, you just... Mess with her kids. Here she is kneeling at his feet going, Hey, Jesus, I know you've got 12, but my two are the best. Let one sit at your right and one sit at your left. Jesus, very politely, he just said, "I, I don't think you really know what you're asking. I don't think you understand the sacrifice. I don't think you understand that there's so much a mama can do. But at some point, they're going to have to do for themselves. At some point, let me go ahead and just tell everybody here. You're not going to get to heaven based off what your mama did your mama can point you to jesus and that's the point number two is that salome loved her children so much that she wanted them to spend time with jesus she wanted them to be with the lord she wanted them to be close to the lord she wanted them to go to heaven is there any mother in the house today that doesn't want your kids to go to heaven course all the mothers that have their kids today are not going to raise their hand <laughs> yeah not you you're not going to make it no no every mother their desire is that their children be successful i'm telling you this mother amen I she listen what she said she said door can they, can they sit on your right and your left in your kingdom now no doubt in her mind, and, and just like the disciples, they thought Jesus was building an earthly kingdom that He was going to take over. And she wanted them to rule and reign with Him. I mean, she didn't understand even, that this is a spiritual thing. And we're gonna, we have an eternal kingdom. And it is a everlasting kingdom. And yes, we are going to rule and reign. But you know what? Our position in Christ and our position in the kingdom is not going to be based off what mama did. It's going to be based on what we do personally. Oh, but when mamas instill Jesus, Oh, I am guarantee you that she had some talks with those boys. No doubt they got in trouble. No doubt they got some whippings. No doubt they were grounded and sent to their room. No doubt, amen, as they were growing up, amen, just like, I'm sorry, I hate it. I feel so bad now that I'm older. But I had counselors and teachers, amen, after the fact that told me we didn't think you'd ever amount to nothing. They thought I'd probably end up in jail. I was a little hoodlum. I was not a good kid. I was mean. I was ugly. I talked terrible. I, I wasn't good. I was, you know why? Because I was running from the call of God all my life. But I had a mother who loved me. And a mother who every time I got in trouble and didn't, did the wrong thing, would correct me. She wasn't afraid to spare the rod. She didn't spare it. She gave it generously. And I thank God for it. And I thank God for a mother. That when I was in junior high and I was, I, I was beginning to, I mean, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd and doing the wrong things. And I was on and not on a good path. But I knew how to act good at church. Everybody looks good today. You're acting good today. But I want to know how you're acting on Monday. I want to know how you're acting when your mama's not there. Everybody's acting nice on Mother's Day. I remember when I was turned 15, teenager, my mama told me to do something. I said, I don't have to. I'm 15. I remember right on my back porch, I got wore out on my, br- I got a birthday spanking and it was not a fun. one. I learned right there. It didn't matter how old I was. Mama was still in charge. I had to obey. There was something. But mama kept instilling and instilling and putting and correcting me when I was wrong. And then amen, she, the, the Lord gave her a dream and she came to the school and I. she couldn't find me. And she saw fresh dirt and she got down on her hands and knees and began to dig. And there I was. I was buried alive. That's what was happening spiritually. My mama yanked me out of public school so fast. Put me in private school. Took me to the barber shop because it's a school she put me in. Uh... You couldn't have your hair, couldn't touch your ears. That was in the 70s. I had some hair. It was long down my hair. It was curly. I was so cute. You know how I know? Because my mama told me I was. I sat in that barber's chair. They cut my hair over my ears. I was so mad. Took me to that school. Now, back then, the paddle was still part of school. And I got it many times, little by little, getting away from the bad influences. And the whole whole time, God knew the potential in me. Mama knew the potential in me. Mama knew what God wanted me to do. But Mama never used that to try to get me to act right. Some of y'all need to stop blaming church and pastors and God scaring your kids with us. Don't don't, don't, don't scare your kids with the police. If if you do that, they're going to get you. Stop putting a fear in them. Start putting a respect in them. They're there to protect us and serve us. And you do the same thing with your pastor. I see it all the time. Pastor's going to, I'm going to tell pastor. Don't scare your kids with me. They need to know that I love them unconditionally. And if they make a mistake, I'm going to be right there to help them through it. Don't scare your kids with the pastor. Don't use church as a punishment. Oh, you did bad? Oh, you've got to go to church. What? Going to church should be a privilege. And don't punish them by taking church away from them. That's what they need. That's where they need to be when they're in trouble. Ground them from everything else. Get them in the house of God. Get them to where people love them. Get them to where people encourage them. And as a mother, listen, you poor, what are you saying to your kids? I'm telling you, everybody in the world can say bad, mean, negative things, and it can roll off. But when mama says something, it'll stick. What are you saying to your kids? Are you telling them you're the best. You're the smartest. Oh, but 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 Pastor, but Pastor, you don't know my kid. I don't care. You tell them how smart they are, how cool they are, how cute they are, that they can do anything they want to be. Listen, a mother's love, a mother's encouragement, a mother's words will stick with a person until the day they die. And when you say something mean and hurtful, everybody else can say it, but if you say it, they'll believe it a lot of people there's a lot of you suffering today because of things that were said you know listen mothers are not perfect if I ask how many the kids the husband how many mothers are perfect we'd probably get a lot more hands than if we asked the mothers because you know you you made mistakes we look back and go man I could have handled that better I let that get to me I acted, you know. I didn't. I didn't handle that right. There's, there's no perfect parent. Thank God for second chances. Thank God that you can go back. You know what? Learn to go back to your kids and tell them you're sorry. I was in the kitchen aggravating my mom. I'd done something. I, y'all have heard this story. She grabbed a uh, vacuum cleaner cord, whack. Gave me a couple of licks. I deserved it. But later she came to me and she said, "I, I want to apologize." I gave you that spanking. I hit, I, I hit you out of anger, and that was wrong. And I'm sorry, and I ask you to forgive me. But now I'm gonna give you a spanking in the right spirit. I said, "Wait a minute. Why do I gotta get two spankings because of your mistake?" She said, "I don't wanna. I don't wanna put a bad spirit on you. When you spank your kids in anger." It'll make them angrier. Don't spank your kids and send them to their room angry. Mama never spanked me that she didn't hold me and hug me and love me and talk to me. And, and if I was that, if I was still bold up and angry, she'd give me some more until I straightened up. But I always knew Mama loved me. She had my back. I didn't even even know until later, years later how many times my mama went to the principal's office because I tell you in junior high I was, I was a tough kid even in elementary I surfed the mop bucket flipped it over spilled it all over the floor they sent me home I thought it was great get to go home yeah Went. daddy come pick me up took me home took me in the house gave me a whipping Told me to change my clothes. Took me right straight back to school. Man, I thought I got out for the day. You know, I spit a spit wad, stuck it right on my teacher's glasses. It was an accident. I was aiming for my friend. I was just a bad shot. I spent lots of time in detention. Listen, none of this is in my message. I want to tell you how bad I was. I want to tell you how good Mama was. But I didn't know how many times Mama was up at that school in that principal's office on my behalf. Fighting for me. Standing up for me. Even though I was in the wrong. I didn't even know that. But she knew God had His hand on my life. I didn't know it. I knew inside God had something but I I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do my own thing. But after those years of mommy encouraging and mama praying and hearing mama praying there's there's nothing worse than you not being where you need to be with the Lord and hearing mama praying for you it just get in your heart put your pillow over your head I don't want to hear it I don't want I don't want to do that Lord wake up in the middle of the night mama kneeling beside my bed Scare you to death. Scare you to death. But I'm going to tell you something. The night I woke up and the devil was at the end of my bed. I ran screaming to mama. Got mama in there and prayed that devil away. Come on, mama's got your back. Mama will stand up for you. Mama loves you. She thinks you're the best. Solomon thought her sons were the best. And they deserved to be by Jesus. Even though they probably didn't. She thought they did. And she wanted them with Jesus. Don't know how she got with them and said, you know what, kids, sons, I want y'all to know Jesus. I want y'all to have a relationship with the Lord. Someday, when they were young, someday y'all going to do great things. You know, you you don't know what it is. You don't know what your kids are going to do. You see them making mistakes and you're like, oh, but I'm telling, can I thank God? God uses people that are flawed. He did not pick one person that was perfect to be his disciple. Number one, he couldn't find any. He just picked normal, ordinary men. Rough. Even one place, the Bible says they were ignorant and unlearned. But everybody took notice of them because they had been with Jesus. Oh, I'm telling you, Mama, she knew, she saw their potential. And she said, someday, boys, amen, y'all are going to do great things. And they turned the world upside down for Jesus. Amen, they did great things. But you know what? But I'm telling you, it was a lot of Mama's influence. Teaching, training, loving, knowing, keeping them encouraged, keeping them going, keeping them uh, uh, believing in themselves. then finally get through that few couple of years kneeling over at the altar i heard the voice of the lord say i want you to preach i ran home and told mama and mama said yeah i know what yeah when i was pregnant with you i was sitting on the floor crying i was a surprise she had lost a baby a few years before. She was getting older and she was afraid. And I was sitting there crying and the Lord spoke to me and said, he'll be a boy, name him Samuel, and he'll preach the gospel. She never told me that story until after God called me. Mamas, no... There's only so much you can do. There's some things you just have to let God do. You love them. You correct them. You train them. You pray for them. You put them in God's hands. But you say, Lord, when you're ready, at your time, don't... You know what? If mama had told me that my whole life, I might have ran from that too. But she's they said, we knew when God was ready, He would call you. So they just took me to church, trained me up in church, made me clean the church. I did it happy sometime, mad sometimes. There ain't no teen teenager wants to be at church on a Friday and Saturday night vacuuming. But I did it my whole life. Mow the yard, do everything. And one time I was in here vacuuming. Oh. Mama stopped me. She said, just let me tell you something. You can, two, two ways. Number one, you can do it out of a cheerful heart and you'll get a blessing from the Lord. Number two, you can do it mad and you're not going to get nothing, but you're still going to do it. <laughs> so, you're going to do it happier that. Either you're going to get rewarded or you're not. I decided right there, well, if I'm going to have to do it anyway, I at least want a reward for it. And that's why now I can vacuum and mow and plunge toilet with a smile on my face and whistling. Why? Because I know I'm going to get rewarded. And I want to do it out of a good heart. I want to, if I'm going to have to do it, at least I want to get something for it. Maybe not down here, but I know the Lord's taking notes. And I know mama is over there tapping him on the shoulder going, See my boy? He deserves to sit at the right hand. (laughs) And Jesus is going, yeah, you don't know your boy. (laughs) He's barely going to make it to the back. I'm just saying, please let me in. (laughs) Just let me in. Yeah. But mama, mama believed in me. Come on. Believe in your children. Tell them you believe in them. Tell them you love them. Encourage them. Mother's work is never done. I know it gets tiring, wearisome. I know sometimes when your kids don't act right. They, they don't show appreciation most of the time. But someday, maybe too late, but they will. They'll realize the sacrifice. When they have their own kids that back talk them, they'll go, oh, now I see what mama was trying to do. And also, let me encourage you with this: you reap what you sow. Oh, somebody's like, man, I wish I'd have been a better kid. I w- <laughs> no, hey, I, pr- I listen. I probably uh, I gave my mom a whole lot more grief than she gave her mama. I promise you, but she still loved me, still believed in me, still encouraged me. You know what? love your kids love them even if they're imperfect love them if they serve God or not love them if they make the right decisions or not listen kids make wrong decisions they do wrong things or whatever but you know what at some point you've just got to put them in God's hands and say Lord I did the best I could I wasn't perfect but I put them in your hands now especially if they're grown if they're not grown you're still in control Get them in the house of God. Don't give them a, Don't ever wake up a teenager and go, hey, you want to go to church? I, I did not know that was a choice. It wasn't in my house. Come on, make it just like... No, we're, we're, gonna go to, we're going to go to the house of God. We're going to worship. We're going to learn. And you know what? They'll, they'll thank you for it. You instill those values in them teach them to pray teach them to love each other teach them integrity teach them hard work i can clean house as good as most women <laughs> Now I don't like doing baseboards but I can do them cuz I had cuz we had to we 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 didn't we didn't get nothing free I and mean, we had to work we had to do the yard. We, we learned how to wash clothes and we learned. And I, I you know I went to college I didn't use all I knew because I didn't have the money. So I just put everything in one load. And though that the time in college, Matt, I wore pink underwear. I did. Put all, you just put whites and darks and colors all in one load. Yeah. You wore all kind of different colors. Come on, train up your children. Train your child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Yeah. You I mean, there's, all, there's so many mothers in the Bible. I mean, some of them brought their kids to Jesus. And, Lord, Lord my, my, my son, my daughter is demon-possessed. And the Lord would go, no, they're just teenagers. No. <laughs> it looks a lot alike. It's a fine line. (laughs) Yeah. But you love them through it. And you just, you know, I thank God for mama. I thank God for mama. I used to dip Skull, Copenhagen. I like Copenhagen. Strong. I was in junior high. Put that in my pocket. Thought it was cool to get that ring on your blue jeans. Somebody told my mama. And uh, mama came to the fair. Thousands of people at the fair. Mama walks right in the front gate, right straight through, and comes face to face with me. Big old... Today, I can smell it across the room and it'll turn my stomach. Mama beat the habit out of me. I used to tell my friend, because he dipped the rest, he's still dipping probably, I don't know. I told him, I said, my mama should have whipped you too. (laughs) Should have saved you a lot of money. Saved you a lot of money. Yeah. I just thank God. Lord, I just want to thank you that mama didn't catch me for all the stuff I did. I might not have survived. (laughs) She probably did the Lord the Lord told her stuff. my brother and sister went to the movies one time we didn't go to the movies when we were kids and uh didn't have a TV till I was in high school. That was fine I mean we didn't get probably we' probably better off for it anyway Jim and Paul went to the movies and they came home and I, mama just knew stuff mama said y'all been to the movies Paul had the tickets in his pocket. He turned around, put them in his mouth, chewed them up, and swallowed them. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> Tried to... Oh, they went to see Bambi. That was like the devil. What in the world? <laughs> Bambi. Oh, I bet there's nobody else ever swallowed a movie ticket trying to hide from mama. I've grown. Listen, some some of you teenagers, y'all won't understand this. But when I was, I had a curfew. And uh, it got later. I think it was like 11 and then it moved to 12 as I got older in high school. But uh, if I knew I was going to be late, I stopped at a gas station. And I went and put a quarter in this box that had this receiver and a cord. And I would say, Mom, I just want to let you know I'm going to be late. I came home one time. I had some, we'd picked up some other friends. And uh, we were riding around. And I realized I wasn't going to be able to get them home and get back in time for curfew. And I said, look, I've got to go by the house and tell my mama. Because my mama will be, see, I couldn't do all the crazy things kids do now. Because when I got home, mama was there. Mama's loving on you. You know, Oh, give me a hug, baby. I know she's just smelling me. I know. But I just took the loving anyway. And I told him, I said, my mama will be waiting up for me. I've got to go by and tell her. Oh, no, your mama. It was almost midnight. You're, you're, she ain't going to be waiting up. I turned in the driveway. My lights hit that front porch. She's sitting in the rocking chair. Roll down the window, Mom, I gotta take these guys home and then I'll be back. Okay, see. Come home after midnight and then we'd set up and Mama would watch three stooges with me. We'd laugh. Mama had such a good sense of humor. She was funny. She would she loved to laugh. The only problem a lot of times she would get tickled at funerals. And that was the wrong time to laugh. Her and her brother, one time they were at a funeral and AJ got to laugh and he put his hands in his face and was shaking. People thought he was crying. Oh, it's going to be okay. Little f- funny things would hit him. I miss mama. There was a man by the name of Henry J. Hines. You might know him a little better from Hines 57 when he passed away and they read his will this is how his will started looking forward to the time when my earthly career will end I'll desire to set forth at that very beginning of this will as the most important item in it is a confession of my faith in Jesus Christ as my Savior I also desire to bear witness to the fact that throughout my life in which there were unusual joys and sorrows, I've been wonderfully sustained by my faith in God through Jesus Christ. This legacy was left me by my consecrated mother, a woman of strong faith, and to it I attribute my success and any success that I have attained. I would say to you today anything that I am today is partly due to my mother and for that I'll ever be grateful and I hope I can make her proud the the proudest day will not be of anything I've done here but today I stand before the Lord and Him say well done my good and faithful servant you see Salome she loved her kids and she wanted the best for them but she wanted them to be with Jesus in your kingdom. Every mother wants her kid to go to heaven and I'm telling you whether your mother is here, whether she's passed away, whether you're the mother to children, your desire is that your children spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. The greatest thing you can do today, honor your mother, not with flowers or gifts or with all that, oh that's wonderful, do it take her out to eat, shower with love but the greatest thing you can do today is make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life Live a life, serve God, make her proud, and go to heaven. Spend an eternity in heaven with Jesus. That's how you can make your mother proud. Maybe you didn't have the greatest mother. Maybe she didn't know the Lord. Maybe she made some mistakes. But you know what? Forgive her. Love her. Learn the good and improve on it. Be better. That's all we can do. We can say, "Lord, no, I know no is perfect, but let me do better. Let me be who you've called me to be." Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, today we're so grateful for all of our mothers. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I see so many mothers sitting here. I know they're an encourager to their children. They've been faithful. They, they take them to Little League. They take them to practice. They take them to gymnastics. They take them and, and, and they go and they're in the stands and they're cheering. They, they take them to school. They pick them up. They, they help them with their homework. They, they, they wash in their clothes. They cook their meals. So many times they never hear thank you. Father, thank you for our mothers. The one who instilled in us right and wrong. Corrected us when we were long, wrong. Loved us in spite of it. Lord, thank you. Lord, as parents, let us be our children's cheerleaders. Let us believe that they are the best and express that to them. Let us never put them down. Use negative, derogatory words. Only let us be a blessing. Only encouraging. Only loving. Even though sometimes we've got to be tough and we've got to correct them. But let it be in love not in anger. And Lord, one day, like you did those two boys, like you did me, like you've done so many, you call us personally. And I thank you for all that our mothers instilled in us that led us to that point to where we said, "Yes, Lord. I'll follow you." If you're here today, if you're watching online, And your mother instilled those truths in you. But you've walked away from them. Maybe you're here today and you never have given your heart and your life to the Lord. Maybe you did. Maybe you were like me and drugged to church every time the doors were open. But you rebelled and you ran away from your relationship and from God today. On Mother's Day. Make your mother proud. Come back to your relationship with God. Confess your sins. Ask God to forgive you. And come on, be the man, be the woman that God wants you to be and your mother wants you to be. Would you pray with me? If you're here in this building today, if you're watching online, if you need to give your heart to the Lord, if you want to just make your mama proud, if you want to make your Heavenly Father proud, Jesus died for you. He loves you. And He wants to spend eternity with you. Would you pray with me? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. And I know better. My mama taught me better. I've been doing my own thing. It's time to do your thing. You love me. You died for me, you rose again for me, and you're coming back to get me. I want to be ready. Jesus, I confess all of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Deliver me from all my habits and addictions. Change my attitude today change my heart I give my life to Christ today and I ask him to use me any way he wants to today answer my mother's prayers and give me eternal life in Jesus name Amen Go give Jesus a big hand clap today. I'm going to invite all of our mothers to come. And we've got a a special gift for you. We've got a gift bag. And inside the bag...